Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode, or should I say a special episode of the Hunt the Wild podcast. I'm your host, Adam Bolds, and today I'm joined with Brett Morris of Blue River Bow Hunting and Kurt Box of Great American Country Outdoors. How you guys doing? What's going on? I, I, I've been ready to make this uh, this little episode there for a while. We got a pretty uh, special uh, announcement for everybody. Yeah. Uh, pretty excited. Cool little, uh, I guess you could call it an event type deal. So now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know Brett kind of and, and Kurt both kind of introduce it as their podcast slash YouTube <laughs> thing too, because this is not only my show. It's gonna be uh, it's actually gonna be aired on uh, Blue River Bow Hunting podcast and then um, American Country Outdoors YouTube channel. So um, depending on where you're listening from, we're all here together. Um, but we're going to talk about an event that we have coming up, right? You want to kind of take the reins on that? Yeah. Uh, we've kind of, me, Adam, and Kurt have talked about it for a while now, but uh, we're kind of throwing some stuff together. And we're going to host a public land uh, deer camp in Hoosier National Forest in southern Indiana uh, this coming fall. Uh, the dates of October 21st through the 23rd, basically that whole weekend of the 22nd, um, we're going to be camping and, uh, just having a good time. We got people coming from everywhere. Uh, Kurt's from Texas. Uh, I got guys coming from West Virginia, uh, possibly Ohio, Michigan, Tennessee. There's, there's people coming from everywhere just to come down and have a good time with us and, you know, do a deer camp, you know, it's always fun to hit and maybe a public spot that you obviously have never hunted before, come back, throw some stuff on the fire, throw some burgers on, you know, drink some beers with the guys and start a fire and, you know, bullshit and talk hunting all night, which sounds like an absolute blast. <laughs> yeah. And there's, um, you'll, if you're listening and you decide to come, you'll likely see a lot of people that have been on the podcast before, just friends that we've all met, you know, through, podcasting and youtube and social media and everything but you never know there could be uh folks that are coming and brett you may know kurt you may know um folks that are coming that haven't been on the shows before too so it's a good chance to to meet other hunters that you haven't heard from and just kind of um you know talk and get to know each other and you know a, a relaxing chill hunting environment yeah and you never know you make a uh, a special friendship with somebody you really you know, hit it off with a guy and talking in camp. And like I said, you got guys coming from lots of places. Uh, you could trade hunts with somebody or just become buddies and meet up with them on social and that kind of thing. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm jacked up. I got quite the crowd, I think coming with me. I mean, I wouldn't say nothing crazy. Um, but, um, definitely going to be uh, a lot of fun. Can, uh, can you just throw out a few names real quick or is that something that we want to keep under wraps? Uh, I mean, I, I could tell you who's probably going to come with me. Um, the the listeners might be interested in, you know, maybe they've caught episode 22 of your podcast and it just happens to be that guy and they're like, man, I really, that guy's cool. Like, I really want to meet him or something, you know? <laughs> well, you've, you've definitely heard um, him on my show as a co-host and a guest, uh, but my neighbor Adam Bonowitz is going to go with uh, a couple of guys from his, his little group are going to come down and I uh, got some guys from work. Uh, from Indianapolis that are going to come down. 
I got um, Troy Delaney from West Virginia. He said he doesn't even want to hunt. He just wants to come hang out with us. He listens to both of our podcasts. He said it would be super cool to meet us in person. even says he's my long-lost cousin. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just fun. to. uh, I think it's just going to be fun. I've done deer camp in so many different ways, you know, in a camper, in a tent, you know, sleeping in an enclosed trailer. And, um, I think it's just going to be a lot of fun to, to put it all together with a bunch of people, you know, and we say it's an event, right. But, you know, obviously sometimes you're not really going to get back to, um, the camp area until you're, you're done hunting. Obviously. I mean, I'm not, I'm going hunting, you know, that's why we're there to begin with. We're wanting to chase some, some of those big, uh, Southern Indiana bucks, but, uh, just coming together, uh, as a, as a couple podcasts and, uh, Kurt's American Country Outdoors from Texas and having, uh, you know, the military side of stuff with him. And it's just going to be a lot of fun and meet a lot of cool people in the process. Can't wait to get my uh, deer camp virginity taken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'll be hanging out at camp the whole time because, you know, I'm shooting the first spike that walks out. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It sounds like Kurt's going to be the camp cook after he fills his tag after being there for like one I'm definitely going to be camp cook. I love cooking. Uh, I saw a funny kind of TikTok today that said, uh my but why my my buddy wants to know why i shot a 30 pound doe and then that stale cracker from tiktok comes on there he's like i'm putting that on a cracker dude (laughs) (laughs) jeez well kurt what's uh what's kind of your your thoughts or your reasoning um other than hanging out with us two uh wonderful (laughs) fellas why you want to drive all the way up here to southern indiana to hunt i mean I mean, I, um, people I got to be wondering what's, you know, you're in Texas yeah. where everybody wants to go hunt. So why are you coming here to cornfields and bean fields? Uh, you know, I mean, ever since I was on your podcast, we kind of talked about like, oh yeah, I'll come up there. I'm, I travel everywhere to hunt anyways. And I mean, I was pretty serious about it. And then I started a new job. So I didn't think I was going to get the time off. And now it's uh, looking like I'll have the time to get away for a few days. So uh, pretty excited and then uh i'm actually meeting with mark he was on uh your show adam yeah uh, a while ago i'm meeting him in junction this uh friday and saturday i'm gonna meet him out at his ranch i've never been out there so i'm gonna take a look around his ranch and see what it looks like and uh then we're gonna talk about it i think he's gonna join me he just has to get care for his uh for his mother i think he mentioned it on your show you know his mother's not doing so well so he's gonna get some care for his mother so he can uh travel with me and he's out and he lives in Houston. So about two hours from me, I will probably whatever's quicker meet up and head up there. So the drive in is bad with two guys. We'll probably just drive straight through, honestly. Yeah. So we should have folks from, uh, now we're looking at, uh, Troy's from Ohio, right? Or West Virginia, West Virginia. So we got West Virginia, Texas, Indiana, obviously we have any other States. Uh, I think I talked to Paul, um, Campbell from O2 podcast. He said, uh, his birthday falls right around there. He was going to try to make it. Uh, and I invited his uh, co-host that was on my show last week, uh, Andrew Munts. I've, in, I've invited all kinds of people. I think the guys from Michigan may come. Uh, it's going to be hard for them because the following weekend, Halloween weekend, uh, Zach Sloan from Midstate Ex- Outdoors is actually coming um, to stay with me for a little bit. And we're going to do some hunting around the Halloween uh, mark here in Indiana, which I've been fortunate enough to take bucks uh that weekend for the last couple of years so i'm usually on them pretty hot by then 
Yeah, it, it'll be cool to hang out uh, with guys from different states and kind of, you know, because we're so used to social media and just kind of getting a glimpse of it or even talking to somebody for a couple hours, you just kind of get a glimpse of it. So it'll be interesting to pick up on some of those um, minute things you don't always catch from other states. I think the the coolest part of it is everybody's going to have uh, a different uh approach to uh what they're going to try to do you know i'm going to be in a saddle with sticks and basically a camera probably unless uh one of the guys i hunt with has already killed and then i might actually get behind my bow um but you know some people may have climbers somebody might hunt out of a, a ground blind i know kurt likes to hunt from the ground uh there's just so many different approaches that you can take to it uh and, and try to get it done but uh, you know how it can be, you know, hunting public land. Some people, um, you know, may not want to put that extra pressure when it comes to your private spot, uh, you know, hunting certain funnels or ridges and that sort of thing when it comes to your wind. Some people throw the inhibitions to the wind when it comes to public land. We'll see who actually, you know, tries a little harder maybe uh, trying to get on one of those bucks and see how – I mean, that would, that would be awesome. Say if it's just one person out of all these people we're talking about that come – kills a 150 i mean how, how awesome would that be yeah, that would be awesome <laughs> right. I, i'm kind of thinking like um you know obviously not everybody's gonna kill a 150 nobody might kill anything other than a spike but i'm thinking like we should do a i don't know maybe we can do 510 maybe 20 dollars max nothing gonna break it but maybe we do a uh maybe we do a little pot on who can kill the biggest deer i mean you kill a spike and nobody else kills sounds like you might win kurt what about just like the biggest doe yeah i mean we're i mean I, i'm pretty pretty confident in the fact that i know that that doe would probably be get thrown on some uh <laughs> on a fire or a grill or something that night for sure i know i would if i killed one yeah definitely oh, um yeah. if i get a doe tag and a buck tag i'm definitely gonna try to smoke a doe first day so we can have some meat you know we already talked about it a little bit before the podcast and uh that's kind of my plan hopefully get a little meat for us and then i'll take what we don't eat of course home but yeah hunt a buck after that so um obviously we're both not you know huge podcasts or anything we don't have like a ton of sponsors anything like that but i am out of my own pocket gonna do i'm gonna bring obviously a shit ton of stickers because everybody loves stickers but i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna have some some t-shirts printed up um, so if that's, uh, some incentive for you to drive 500 or a thousand miles, <laughs> get a free t-shirt, uh, I got you. <clears throat> I, I mean, I'm going to do the same. I obviously will bring some stickers myself. I'll try to get some shirts and stuff made. Usually whenever I get that sort of stuff made it, it's gone pretty quick. So yeah. I'll try to get that made up before I leave. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to bring, uh, I don't have many stickers. I think they're all with John and Midland. Uh, maybe I can get um, he lives by my mom, so maybe I can get her to pick me up some and bring them out next time she comes. But I'll definitely bring some shirts that I got. And uh, I know if Mark does come, uh, he'll bring a, probably a bunch of swag for people. Too. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, we can even break it down to like um, American Country Outdoors team. We were a bowling team. <laughs> Hunt the Wild podcast team. I'll probably be on my lonesome by myself. Oh, everybody's no. going to join you guys' team. I, I might have to loan a couple out to you. I think I'm yeah. going to have plenty. No, we'll draft them once they get there. Yeah, we'll do a draft. <laughs> Brett, Brett gets first pick, though, since he's bringing all the people. And I'm only <laughs> one guy. My guy from Arizona that was possibly going to come drew a 
October tag. Uh, so he's not going to be able to make it. He's taking work off to hunt coos bucks in Arizona. So I don't know if he listens to this or not, but I I invited Braden Ware from uh, Go Wild, and he seemed very interested in it. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, Brayden, if you listen to this, I'm just curious too. Send me a message on Go Wild or something because I want to know if you're actually listening or not, or if you just told me <laughs> you're a fan. <laughs> no, I think they listen. Man, I haven't been on Go Wild in a little bit. I haven't really been on social media too much lately. Not for any reason, but I just have been what I feel busy. But I've been cruising Go Wild quite a bit here uh, recently. Uh, I don't know. It's like part of my routine, you know, shit, shower and shave kind of thing in the morning and sit there and scroll through it and look at some of the deer and fish and stuff uh, that people put on there. It's pretty fun. I usually remember, you know, around hunting season to start hopping on <laughs> all the social medias because I want to I want to see what everyone killed. And I'm a part of Kentucky Pages. I told you I'm coming out in Kentucky in 2023. Me, John, and my buddy, Joey. Uh, and possibly my buddy Dakota in Arizona, but we're definitely going to Kentucky for that velvet archery season. So I'm, I'm always following Kentucky pages, pages in Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, Arizona. So I'm once hunting season starts up, that's when I get back on social media. I'm sure a lot of people are that way when it comes to go wild. It's probably something that they kind of just put off for a while but once uh that stuff starts coming around you know entering their mind a lot more especially during the season itself i'm sure people are all over it yeah definitely so so you guys have heard our pitch now the (laughs) listeners have heard our pitch about come hunt with us um we'll just you know it's it's free event you just come there and pay for the camping and we're going to kind of transition into that now and um brett's kind of got a good understanding on um, the campground and the the pricing and kind of, I guess, the layout or what you can and can't bring, like a, a fifth wheel trailer or a tent. But uh, I'll hand the reins over to Brett now and kind of let him lay out the, the living um, situation. I don't know if as far as like campers and stuff, it doesn't say that that's not a thing. So I'd imagine you can. Uh, I can make a phone call and, and figure that out. But it says it's $8 per day. This is at German Ridge Recreation Area uh, in Canelton, Indiana. Uh, it's very easy to find. It's operated by the Tell City Ranger District uh, out of Tell City, Indiana. Uh, it's basically at the corner, one the southeast corner of Hoosier National. Uh, but you're you're right in the thick of it. You're going to be in some pretty good stuff uh hoosier national is a very large area that you can hunt so even if we're just stationed out of that campground and then go uh checking it out but it says eight dollars a day self-pay but you know i don't know exactly how many spots they have but if it's all of us that are doing it you know it's not something that's like well i'm the only one that's going to be on the spot sort of thing like we're all going to be doing it together. I'm probably going to be in a, a tent or an enclosed trailer. Yep. So I don't care if somebody else puts their stuff right up to me or whatever, yep. especially when it comes to, you know, we get this stuff cooking, somebody get a big old grill fired up, you know, some charcoal or whatever. And, uh, I'll bring some good stuff. I'll bring some Turkey breast for my bird from Michigan. We'll throw some deer steaks on steaks. Brats, deer slum- hot dogs, deer slummies on me, boys. That sounds good. Too. I'm loaded up. I can make some uh, mule deer brats. I can bring. 
I just uh, canned some homemade salsa this past week. I could have some homemade salsa, some some pickles, and all kinds of stuff, man. See, guys, we're moving in for the hook now. We're trying to get we got you <laughs> with the free t-shirts and shit. Now we're trying to get you with the food. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, we would really enjoy if some if we uh, you know I'm not looking for a rock concert crowd. I'm looking oh, for yeah. a crowd Definitely. of guys that want to come and have a good time and uh, talk deer hunting. You know it. It's gonna. It's inevitable. It's gonna happen when we come back from deer hunting. Hopefully, we've got something to look at on the back of somebody's tailgate. That's gonna spark a lot of stuff. But uh, if not, you know, just us being back at camp is. It's probably gonna be a awesome time, man. I don't care if I sleep on the ground. I'm going. <laughs> and, and and Brett, we'll have to talk and we'll have to work some details out about seeing um, if we can record a podcast in some way. Yeah. Um, around the fire i don't know how that's gonna be with 15 or 20 people uh, <laughs> right. drinking beer and and all that trying to get everybody on the same page but we may aim at it or we may do some kind of live streaming or something that for anybody yeah. that can't make it maybe you want to sit around and tell ghost stories with us i don't know <laughs> well i'm sure we'll there will be plenty of cameras uh recording that weekend so i'm sure we'll have content on youtube afterwards um i'm sure i mean i know i'm going to be hunting pretty hard after that weekend so it may take me just a little bit to get that content out but i'll definitely be working on it uh my content starts very very soon i'll be headed to kentucky kentucky opener uh like he was talking kurt was talking the velvets i'll be doing that here in just a couple weeks i'm excited it's gonna be a hot one but uh, i'm diving head first yeah brett get that thermosil Give me some pins. Uh, go ahead and download Onyx. Join the Adam and Kurt band <laughs> on Onyx and drop me some pins for next season. I think the people that are taking me are putting a blindfold on me. <laughs> 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 uh, but I, I'm I'm pretty excited for this season as a whole. Um, I have high expectations for the people that I'm hunting with and around this season. And when it comes to just the ag that's in. Uh, this going based off the season we had last year wasn't as great. I just hope everything kind of turns around. Indiana numbers are kind of down compared to what they have been in the past. Uh, don't d- let that deter you from uh, coming to this event because where you're going, uh, there's so many freaking deer. It's uh, unreal. <laughs> now, normally in this situation, I would say Brett's lying. There's no deer here, but we actually <laughs> do want you to come to this. So I'll tell you, Southern Indiana, it's overlooked. It is. It's really um, not that expensive, man. I mean, no, it's not. Um, it can be if you make yeah. it that way. Oh yeah, if you start getting a second book tag or doe tag, we were looking at the extra tags when we talked about this originally. It, it can get pricey, but what did we say it was for uh, just a book tag, like two thirty five for out of state? Yeah, I think it's like a two hundred and fifty dollar tag, but that is basically just for you to shoot a buck. Um, if you want multiple deer tags, it's going to cost you more. I know if you buy like the sportsman's package or whatever the hell it's called here in Indiana, um, it's like five fifty or something, but you get three deer out of it. Yeah. And, uh, real, real quick, uh, circle back around. So it's not $8 a person to camp. It's $8 a spot. I believe that's how it works. Yes. I, I um, we're obviously going to have more information as it comes, uh, to everybody that we'll post on all of our socials. We're going to have like a little, uh, 
flyer type thing, a thumbnail made up and we'll have addresses for all that kind of stuff. But, um, as far as I know, it just said eight bucks a spot and that's not even, that's just going off the self pay tube. So I may just throw a 20 in there or 40 for everybody. (laughs) You know, and, and Brett and I, uh, just prior to coming on the show, we had talked about, um, maybe hopping down there on a couple weekends and, and doing a squirrel hunt together and giving us kind of a chance to scout it out. Um, so hopefully we can get down there and look at the campground and we can figure out if, if you can put tents on it, if you can bring a trailer or a camper or whatever. And we'll, we'll kind of pound out some more of the details, the specifics for you guys. But I would imagine with a year round campground like that, it's probably primitive. Um, yeah. you can still bring, it'd probably be like a little gravel spot. You could put a camper or a pop-up or whatever on, but uh, I'm going to say there's a 99% chance that it's probably doesn't have electric. Yeah. Question. So, I got a, I got a couple of extra trail cameras. I don't know if y'all do, but maybe I could uh, mail them to y'all and y'all could throw them out when y'all go scout on the 20th. So <laughs> you better hope they're still there. <laughs> are they cell cameras? I do have a cell cam I could send y'all, but uh, we had two cell cams. Our Browning one is working, but our spy point one died. And then I think in total between John and I, we probably have like 12 or 13 cameras. And uh, I mean, right now we only have like 13 acres that we have them on. And it's, I mean, they're all out there right now because they even, even covering that whole thing, it's better than them sitting in my house. Uh, right. Minus the one sitting on my stairs over there. They're all out there pretty much. And maybe I can, I'm, since I'm going out there with Mark, I can pull a few of them down and mail them to y'all. So we can at least throw them up and y'all can get yep. them one more time before the hunt, maybe. Get, now, get people excited. For the, for the listen here, if we, for the listeners, if we do for some, some chance get a cell camera, uh, Brett or Kurt, because I don't have any cell cameras, will take the pictures and they'll post them online of these big giant bucks. And if that's not enough to get you to come, <laughs> then fuck you. <laughs> well, let me just throw some numbers out there that may help that just a little bit. All right. Um, in 2020, 953 deer were harvested from Hoosier National Forest. Uh, of those, 411 were antlered. 99 were button bucks and 443 were does or yeah. antlerless deer. So a lot of deer in the area. I don't remember exactly how many acres Hoosier National is. It's something like 80,000 or something like that. It's a very, very big piece that covers like five different counties uh, in Indiana. So it's not like you even hunt, have to hunt anything close to where we're at. There is going to be plenty of spots. It's the kind of place that you need to pay attention to when you go into because you can get lost. It's one of those places. It's that big. Uh, uh, let me just touch on that real quick. Uh, what did you say the acreage was? 80,000 or something. So we're looking at 204,000 acres. Oh, I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big chunk. Maybe not, maybe not to... Uh, a Kurt, uh, yeah, but it is to, us. Yeah, that's very big. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess we'll touch on two things here. Um, first thing would be um, kind of your situation on what you're going to bring. Since you, um, me and Brett only live two hours away, so if it gets yeah. too bad, we can just roll up and go home. But you're going to have to be super prepared to, to like camp out for two days or whatever. So I kind of want to prepare anybody that you know, it's not from that area. Mm-hmm. Maybe give them an idea of 
what you're going to bring and how you're going to come back with all this meat and what yeah. coolers and tents. And then secondly, I'm going to have Brett touch on um, kind of like the food situation. Like, is that something we're providing? Everybody's providing it themselves. If it's primitive, is there going to be water access there? Is that something we're going to have to bring in? But Kurt, I'll let you kind of tackle that first. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this isn't like a big, it's a long drive, but it's not like a big long trip, you know, in the sense of we're not going to be out there for week or weeks at a time. I wish, but uh, <laughs> so you, you know, you don't have to really prepare in the sense of how am I going to get water or how many waters do I need to bring stuff like that. I'm sure there's convenience stores on your way, you know, pick up some cases of water. Uh, but that's definitely the biggest because even sitting in a tree stand, man, you know, it gets hot quick, you get thirsty. And then, uh, I mean, just making sure you have, if you're out of state, all your license and of course, pack your, your bow, binoculars, range finder, all your basic stuff, which I'm sure there be a few people that have extras in case someone does forget something. But, uh, my biggest thing will be, yeah, coolers and then make sure you uh, know your state laws, like New Mexico, you can't cross into New Mexico with a deboned animal, the bone still has to be in it. So like there's like certain levels of uh, butchering you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do crossing certain state lines. Um, and I hope someone doesn't like go call me out like it has to be boned or something. <laughs> so it was an example, but right. uh, I know there are some laws traveling across state lines where you're supposed to <clears throat> yeah. have butchered to a certain level. And uh, so you just want to make sure you're legal for your own purposes. Now, what's kind of being uh, more of a Western Texas hunter kind of thing going on? Like, um, so I imagine me and Brett going there would be totally lost. So I'm kind of feeling like maybe you'd be that way. I don't know. But like, what's kind of your strategy? Because you're not, have you ever hunted out of a tree stand? So <clears throat> I hunted out of a two person like tree stand one time when I was, I don't even know how old, maybe 12 or 13 if I had to guess with my dad and, uh, we were rifle hunting and I immediately knew that wasn't for me, but, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm down to give it a, a shot. I know y'all said y'all have some extra saddles and stuff like that, that I may give a shot, but yeah, my, my goal is get there. Uh, use the first morning I will hunt, but I'll kind of like still hunt ground hunt, uh, see what I can spot, maybe find some rubs cause they should have, you know, just got out of velvet. So I'll try to set up on some sign, but I'm going to kind of use that first morning to scout type deal and, uh, see if I can find some bedding areas, some trails, and then get out there early then in the afternoon and get up in their bedding area. Hopefully that's kind of my approach. Um, that's just how I hunt. Uh, especially cause I can't glass like Arizona. So that's gonna, that's going to kind of probably be my approach instead of the tree stand. Cool. I, uh, I can't wait to, to see your Western strategies, um, yeah. you know, put to the test here because I mean, if you come here and you kill like a decent sized buck or even like 
a smaller basket rack doing that like the spot and stalk kind of stuff i'm gonna be like i gotta do that shit now like i'm not gonna <laughs> let you outdo me <laughs> i mean it'll be interesting because i've never i've never met anybody you know most of the guys around here they grow up hunting stands and blinds i'm sure brett can agree to that like nobody's walking around the woods like there's a couple guys probably, but I've never yeah. met anybody that does that. So it's going to be interesting. It doesn't normally pay off. I'm saying normally, I'm yeah. not saying what he, what he's going to do isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. I've seen people, um, just to throw a name out there, like THP, um, yeah. you know, those guys were big saddle hunters for a while. And I feel like anymore they're, they're hunting from the ground a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and they're making it work for themselves everywhere all all the all across the country uh but just that's the stuff that i'm excited to see i want to hear his details like yeah I, I sat here for a little bit still hunted up the ridge to see what i saw saw some bucks bedded down on the uh, on the bottom of the ridge near a creek uh you know my wind wasn't really blowing towards them sort of thing like that's just interesting very interesting things to me because you know you never know what you can do switch it up one day maybe you get bored and it's you know 30 mile an hour winds you're like ah, i'm just gonna go walk around for a little bit not my style but i'm not saying that it won't work at some point yeah yeah I mean, definitely you know i've i've practiced uh i mean i've shot out to 110 but i usually practice around the 100 yards hard 100 yard range with the bow and uh i don't plan to take a shot like that at all but you know that makes anything closer easier and then my last two arizona bucks i've literally killed it like 17 and then 18 yards um so just getting in getting in their zone getting in their homes is uh is really my plan but uh if i if i see one at 60 70 yards i'm absolutely sending an arrow through them so <laughs> that's awesome yeah, guys, definitely don't think that we're gonna like all be hunting on top of each other. No, no. Show up. This is like a giant area, so it's possible to even drive forty-five minutes to an hour and still hunt yeah. Hoosier National Forest. So that's just kind of gonna be our home base or whatever. But like, yeah, you come there, you feel free to like go wherever you want. We um, have kind of talked about, you know, and it's everybody's choice if you want to go solo or if you want to partner up. But I'm looking to do some filming. Uh, I will bring my bow, but like. That's more of my kind of thing that I'm going to focus on at that event. So if anybody is interested in being filmed and never had the chance or um, wants to be filmed or whatever, um, I'll definitely do it. And I'm sure Brett would jump right in there, too. (laughs) I I, I would say that, but I think I'm kind of already accounted for, sort of. Um, I know Saturday for sure, probably. Sunday morning, I kind of left open. Uh, just meetings people maybe want to switch it up a little bit but there's going to be people going to this event that uh, are friends and family of mine that uh, that I don't normally get to hunt with or have never hunted with Uh, so that gives me an opportunity to step out of my uh, you know little bubble that I have created for myself as far as filming goes and just have fun with it yeah um can you kind of lay out um I guess Kurt, you can weigh in on this too, but like kind of lay out what are you thinking about for, for food and, and stuff like that. And I would say everybody kind of just uh, free for all for themselves. Like Kurt said, it's not like we're going to be there a week. Uh, it's basically two nights, Friday night, Saturday night. Um, and, and if you stay longer, that's cool too. I mean, that, oh, that's yeah. just one we're going to be there. Um, but um, I would say just everybody bring their own thing. We can definitely throw 
I mean, whatever I cook, I'm going to be cooking probably more than enough. So people can, if I have an extra steak, you're more than welcome to it. Or I might make like some hobo dinners on the fire with some potatoes and jalapenos and all kinds of crazy stuff. But, uh, there's, there's going to be plenty of food for sure. Um, if it's something that your money's tight because you bought a $250 license and you're from out of state, I'll feed you. That's fine. I'll, I'll feed you if you want to come and have a good time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Sharing is caring. Up some, you know, simple stuff, eggs, make some omelets in the morning, something quick. Oh, that sounds so uh, good. I love omelets, man. I, the wife always makes me make them on the weekends. But, yeah, I'm, I'm a big omelet guy. And uh, other than that, I mean, I'll bring some hot dog and hamburger probably. And like I said, some brats from my mule deer. But I'm, I'm really banking – on getting a dough down at least. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't just want to come up there and I may not, Hey, I'm not saying I'm going to kill something, but I don't want to come up there and get lucky and kill a buck the first day then not be able to hunt the rest of the time. I mean, yeah, I could film someone or hang out with someone, but I want to be able to have the opportunity that if I'm all I'm seeing is does, I want to be able to shoot one. I don't want to have to be like, dang, I really wish I bought that doe tag and then not have it. So, I want in my experience, people. if you don't buy the doe tag, that's the first thing that walks in front of you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, in no, Arizona, you don't even get doe tags. So they, you, all you see is does. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's somebody that maybe uh, has never hunted public land, uh, maybe you don't have a climber or you don't have a saddle or a ground line or something like that, and, and that's something that you want to try, message me uh i can give my phone number out if you message me on any of these socials that i have i have about everyone that you can think of uh i can figure something out for you i can bring a ground blind and a chair for you or something if it's something that you really want to check out uh like i said i'm i'm a i'm an open uh, open book when it comes to anything like this i just want everybody to come uh and have a good time uh yeah and question for uh you brett and adam uh for listeners um is there baiting allowed in the in the state? There is not baiting allowed in the state of Indiana on pi- private or public. See, now, now, for Arizona and Texas, you can bait them straight into your front door, basically, and hit them with a rock. It don't matter. <laughs> now here like you can you can use um, you know organic or whatever you want to call it, like like normal sense or synthetic sense. There's no limitations on any of that, but. Um, that's what most people use around here. A lot of it, you'll see drippers and mock scrapes. Um, yeah. It's probably the most famous, I would say, around here. In this time of, uh, like we said, it's a weekend of October 22nd. Uh, it's a lot of pre-rut here in Indiana. Um, usually that next weekend, it's the pre-rut is in mm-hmm. full effect. But this is just the tip of the iceberg, I feel like, on pre-rut. It was a perfect weekend. It fell in to all of our wheelhouses as having open spots to be able to pull this off. Um, but I would definitely say that the deer are going to be moving. Hopefully we get good weather, uh, as far as clothing goes and, uh, your sleeping arrangements, it's probably going to be in the fifties, 60 range on temps on the highs and your lows may get down in in the low forties ish is kind of an average. I would say. Yeah, it's a very weird time of the year. At least it is down here where I'm at. I'm about two hours south of where we're going, but it's almost like you're gonna 
you're going to die going to your tree stand because it's so hot, and then you're going to be froze to death by the time the hunt's over. So you want to pack accordingly for that. So I'm also a little guy, so I get cold easy, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I don't get this cold as easy. <laughs> I don't got too much meat on my bones either. But, uh, Brett, question for you. I don't know if you mentioned it. I haven't listened all the way through the last podcast, uh, but I know we were texting about it. You're going to have that new bow out there? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to have uh, the new bow out or not. Um, like I said, I, I'm so used to the one I have. I'm. It's funny. Uh, if I have an episode that – it hasn't been out yet, but it's going to be released tomorrow, which this is going to be released after that. So, uh, yeah. episode 40 of blue river bow hunting is going to be out. Um, I'm setting a bow up for the wild west, buddy. I'm coming West. Um, got kind of an invite to go, uh, spring bear hunting in Idaho. Uh, so I'm trying to throw that together. So, uh, that bow is going to be used for long range sort of thing. I'm going to keep my math used the way it is. I can drill tacks with that thing, uh, from a tree stand. I would not want to even touch a thing on that bow. Yep, uh, but this other bow is definitely going to be a, more of a long range bow. Uh, my fat ass has got to get to a gym cause I'm going to die on a mountain. I can already tell probably have a heart attack somewhere, but, uh, it's something that's, uh, coming up for me, uh, for the spring of 23 and maybe a little bit after that. So question, what kind of site, uh, are you going to be running? Cause I'm probably just going to go one pin with the, with the old dial on there. Is that what you hunt with now? No, I use a three pin site right now. Yeah. Cause I have a five pin, uh, black gold slider and uh so as my 20 through 60 and then it slides down to 100 but i can pin stack and hit like 110 but yeah here man uh, the furthest i've ever shot at a deer in indiana uh from my stand is 40 yards and that's as far as i'm gonna shoot yeah i mean i shot i shot a buck uh of all places actually in texas i shot one at 62 yards but that's the uh furthest i've shot an animal and I really didn't even want to shoot that far, but he wasn't coming in. Actually, it was that one. Uh, he wasn't going to come in any closer. Um, he was actually chasing some tail. So, nice. uh, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of kind of crazy. There was a tree behind him. When I hit him, it hit the tree behind him, and he kind of oh, pulled it out of him when he took off running. He didn't go very far at all. But And then uh, the out west states, like you're saying, to set up that far bow, like 17 and 18 yards were my last two shots. So that's crazy. Completely backwards, but. <laughs> now, is, is there anything you guys, um, top of your head, think of that we didn't kind of cover for people to kind of get the feel of what it's going to be? Uh, I will throw this out there. If you are interested in coming and you can't find the spot or whatever on Onyx, I just shoot me a text or a message and I'll send you the point. So you'll know exactly where we're going. Um, maybe you think it's a shit area and you don't want to go like, I don't know. Like I respect that. You should do some e-scouting for you yeah. pack up and drive here. But um, yeah, I mean, just shoot me a message or, or Kurt, I know you have Onyx too. Yep. I mean, get a hold of him too. Well, the reason why we picked the campground that it is that we picked, it's because it's the only one that's going to be open. All the other campgrounds around uh, that area of the state, all close uh, for the year, the weekend prior to that, uh, and this one being a year round. There may or be there may be other um, areas that have some year round camping. Uh, I didn't see that, uh, but it was kind of a um, a middle meeting ground for uh, me and Adam since 
were the ones that are going to be checking it out prior and stuff like that. It was just kind of a middle ground for us to meet up. But uh, yeah, if you guys have, I mean, there may be somebody listening to this. They're like, listen to these guys. They're going to hunt down here. I've hunted over here for years. And don't tell us your secrets. Just come hang out with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm uh, definitely going to be doing some e-scouting. I probably will get a pin of exactly where camp's going to be and then go every direction from there, you know, um, just to kind of see some of the transitions and stuff that I might be able to see. But also if, if anyone who has only hunted tree stands, even if they don't have a tag and they just want to come for the experience, I mean, they can follow me around or, you know, this, this is the kind of hunting I do. So I'm more than willing to give pointers or even if it's not pointers and they just want to. I think it'd just be fun. Like, Troy Delaney saying that he didn't want to really hunt. He just wanted to come hang out with us. Uh, I know that guy and, uh, yeah. he's going to be cooking up some good stuff. So I know he could be almost like a camp chef, uh, sort of thing, but I don't know. I'm really excited about this. I've never really done. I mean, I've done public land obviously, yeah. uh, but not, not a deer camp in public land and just having people that we know and have met through, um, doing our shows and, and stuff like that. I think it's just going to be a cool experience. Like, you you just don't know the friendships that you can make out of stuff like that. Just, just for instance, us three throwing this together. I met Adam off TikTok, you know, and then met Kurt from him being on Adam's show. Now we're three in a group message that you probably think we're freaking nuts if you would read it. But <laughs> I, mean, we, I mean, we message almost every day. I feel like yeah, uh, basically every day, and then uh, not even only about hunting, just all kinds of crazy stuff, and then. Also, yeah, we met on Go Wild. I don't even know how I re- – I think I was new on there, and I was like, oh, yeah, it says you listen to podcasts. I was like, yes. And then Adam showed up, and he was looking for listeners uh, pretty early on. And I was like, yeah, I messaged him. Why not? And I'm heading to Arizona, and I told him, hey, heading to Arizona. I'll do a podcast with you when I get back, cover my hunt. And little did I know I was going to kill a slammer while I was out there. That's awesome. So, I knew I knew it was gonna happen. I could feel it in my bones. <laughs> feel it in my nugget. That's a new one. That must be a Texas saying. I can feel it in my nuggets. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I mean I uh I was really just going. I just wanted to kill another mule deer. Um I was I mean, I like I said, I put stocks on some forks, some little three buys and didn't really pan out and uh I saw him and new target was acquired <laughs> i don't blame you one bit on let me deal. ask you this kurt how do you usually haul those animals out of the mountains you usually butcher them up yeah quarter them uh we'll gut them quarter them uh take the quarters uh the way we did it you know my buddy and i we've <clears throat> just gutted them and then you're allowed to drive off road. And I had a Jeep when I was living out. I still have a Jeep, but I didn't take it when I went out there the second time, the first time. And we recovered his deer and my deer by driving the Jeep as far as we physically could into there. So we didn't have to hike as far out. But uh, the first year, my buddy and I, we just gutted it. He carried all the equipment and I put the whole deer over my shoulders gutted. And I was actually in my American flag crocs and hiked like a mile <laughs> out of there. And then I was like, all right, the Jeep can make it to here. So we dropped it, walked to the Jeep, drove all the way back. Uh, it was probably five or six mile by the time we got back to the Jeep, drove the Jeep around, all that. Um, but there's I, ways to do it. I hope you kill 
150, 200 <laughs> plus body deer two miles back on this public <laughs> in Indiana where you're not allowed to drive. Oh, I don't <laughs> just want to see how tough you are. I mean, yeah, I absolutely don't need to drive. You know, I, even if I had to do it in two trips or get some of the guys back at camp to help, but no, I would gut it, quarter it. Um, if, if it's that big, I'm caping it. Uh, but if not, then I'll, you know, just get it as far down as I can and do a couple of trips. Uh, hey, Kurt's going to show us some shit. Cause he's like, He's got those mountain legs, you know. Well, he He's just made a great. He just made a great point. He kills something that's huge. First night, hopefully he'd or not hopefully, but if he's close to camp, he comes back to camp. Hey guys, I just killed a slammer. I bet you everybody in that camp would help you drag that deer out. Oh yeah, I bet. I bet even if it's the morning hunt, seven a.m. and I text one of y'all that I killed a one fifty. One of y'all getting down to come look at oh, it. Oh, absolutely. We'll be carrying it off as you're sitting on it like a king as we carry you <laughs> on top of it. Even even if I kill a spike, I'm going to text you and tell you I killed a 150. You're going to get there. i be like, well, now you're here. You might as well help me pack it out. Oh, that's dirty there. That's dirty. No, I'm not actually going to kill a spike. I, I at least want something outside the ears or I probably won't shoot it because I'm actually going to hunt Axis on my property this weekend. Uh so I'm going to hopefully have plenty of meat already. I put in for – I didn't get drawn for Arizona yet again, uh, so I'll go back in January. But I'm going to hunt here, and, of course, I have five tags. I put in for public land hunts here. Uh, I have dove hunts and hog hunts planned out. So I should have plenty of meat. And if I don't, then then I would shoot something smaller. But I, I at least want something, you know, 100-inch or outside the ears. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we just kind of wanted to get on here and, and make this announcement. Um, it's, it's coming up, it's getting close. Um, and it'll, it'll be here before we know it. So we kind of wanted to put the information out there give everybody time to prepare to get off work or, um, you know, call us dumb for doing this or whatever the case might be. So, uh, we're not going to do a super long show. Like I said, just kind of more of an announcement of, you know, putting it out there, but, um, Brett, if you have any any uh, closing thoughts, and, and Kurt too, we'll wrap it up here. I'd say just uh, put the put the date in your phone. The weekend of October twenty second, Hoosier National Forest, uh, German Ridge Recreation Area is where we'll be camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I think it's pretty uh, self explanatory what mm-hmm. we're going to be doing. Yeah, I mean, make sure to get a hold of us. You know, uh, if you have our numbers, text us or call us. If you don't, Instagram youtube facebook wherever you can find us message us ask us questions whether it's uh for brett and adam in-state questions just about the area um or me i've already looked at you know out of state stuff and how i'm going to travel so uh, if you have any questions for any of us get a hold of us now kurt go ahead and throw out um you know your instagram handle or your tiktok or whatever um your email or whatever people need to use to get a hold of you and then brett you can uh if you want to go uh, after that, it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. For YouTube and uh, TikTok and Instagram, it's uh, American Country Outdoors with no spaces. And then uh, I think our email off the top of my head is hunting.aco at gmail.com. Um, but we'll we'll answer any form of social media uh, that you get on there. And um then I'll probably just give you my number so it's easier to text. And then, uh, yeah, feel free to reach out to me for sure. 
Yep, and then you can find uh, Blue River Bow Hunting on Twitter. I'm big on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Go wild. You can find me personally on LinkedIn. Uh, my email is bwayne8589 at gmail. Uh, shoot anything over if you got any questions, uh, and we'll do it up. Yeah, and then of course uh, this is going to be on uh, Brett's podcast as well as as Kurt's YouTube. So I'll go ahead and throw my stuff out there. Um, the email um, is huntthewildpodcast at gmail dot com, and then I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Go Wild, TikTok, all that stuff. Hunt the Wild Podcast, but um, I would say Instagram or Facebook would be the best way to get a hold of me. Yeah, and um, I just thought about it. Maybe we can hit uh, camp during the day or something. If someone, I'm typically an all day hunter, but maybe you know at camp uh, during high noon or something, we can have a yeah, little. Have- I would say during that time period, uh, you would probably be doing more scouting than hunting. Uh, you never they're probably know. just going to, no, I, I understand completely. Um, but I'm probably going to be a morning, uh, till 11 30, 12, go back, uh, hang out, have lunch yeah. sort of thing. Uh, get ready for the afternoon hunt and then come back after that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, you know, we can have a little friendly archery shoot off. I'll bring my 3d target and a couple of my other targets and we can, yeah, little- that would be kind of cool. I never really thought of that. That actually sounds. I'll bring a couple of targets too. So we can, you know, we can do something fun, have a little shoot off, friendly competition. Uh, stuff yeah, like that. I was thinking too. I mean, I know this is kind of late because we already did all the stuff, but uh, what about like a little chili cook off, a little competition? Yeah, Ooh, you're trying to get you're trying to get beat or what? Oh, you don't even want to go against me, bud. <laughs> Look at this pretty mean spicy deer chili, but uh, oh yeah, you know this could also be a good. A uh, good time if you've been looking at equipment because I shoot a Matthews V3. Uh, I know y'all shoot uh, Bear and some other brands. You know, I'd be willing to let people shoot my equipment. So if you want to test equipment, this could be a little uh, nice nice time to test some equipment that you've been thinking about. Uh, test it in person, see how it shoots, or even binoculars, anything along those lines. Absolutely. Cool. All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. I appreciate you guys uh, making time to come on here on my show and and record this. And I know it's gonna be on your shows too, but I just want to <laughs> say, you know, thanks for like you know yeah. taking the time out because it, it is takes time away from you know relaxing and family and all that stuff. So uh, we put a lot of work into this, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Um, like I said, get a hold of all of us. Um, whoever you want to talk to and and we'll get you our phone number. You can text us or call us. Uh, Most of us text day and night. So uh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Thanks guys for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Yee yee. (laughs) Later.